Okay, so who remembers my, my message last, last week when I talked about Christmas? Yeah, Kayla remembers it. Yes. Anybody remember the title last week? Dear Santa. Remember we talked about Santa? I'm sorry if any of you really still believe in Santa. Maybe you should go in back with Kennedy. She could pray for you. Um, you should maybe go back to kids' church. No, so check it out. I love Santa. I was wearing Santa hat. I've been wearing Santa stuff all year, like, I, or sorry, all, all month, my bad. <laughs> I've been wearing Santa stuff all, all year long. I love Christmas. Christmas is a great time of the year, but what we've been talking about in this last week and what I'm going to talk about tonight is the real meaning of Christmas, yeah? I bet you every youth group on the entire Central Coast is talking about the real meaning of Christmas, and that real meaning is we're talking about Jesus. We're talking about a baby being born. This is what the Bible talks about. So I'm going to cover that, and then I'm going to just open up. Do, we have, I have, obviously have some fun stuff planned right in front of me, so I hope you guys are excited for this, yeah? Would you guys join me in praying, yeah? Awesome. Lord, thank you so much for tonight, God. We, uh, we love you. Father, uh, thank you for um, this group. Thank you for all these amazing students that are here to learn tonight. Father, I just pray for concentration in these next few moments, Father, as we get to learn about uh, you, God, and your light coming into the world and you sending your son, Jesus, to be born. So I thank you for that, God. Just uh, be with us now in these next few moments. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so what do you guys want for Christmas? Like, seriously, shout it out. What do you want for Christmas? Hoverboard, money. What else? Yeah, bro. A helicopter? Like, like a real helicopter? Or just like a drone? Just go big, dude. Just say helicopter, right? Totally. Christy will let you fly the helicopter over her place. It's cool. It's cool. Seriously, you guys, hit Christy up. She's amazing. You want a monkey? Hey, I got a monkey right there. Mikey. He's a monkey. He's crazy, dude. You ever see this guy on a, base on a basketball court? Or on a baseball field. This guy's nuts, dude. He'll go crazy. Anybody else? What do you guys want? What do you want for Christmas? You want to you go on a mission trip? Another one? Heck yeah. A car? What do you want, Julia? You want, you want something cool? No? A new iPhone? Anybody break their phone? They want a new iPhone? Yeah? 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 Really? Anybody want Yeezys? Anybody want Yeezys? If you want Yeezys, go find John Sparrow and just rip the shoes off his feet. He's wearing a pair of Yeezys tonight. Kanye sent them to him. I don't know. They're fake? They're not fake. John, don't wear that fake stuff. It's all real. Yeah, John. <laughs> oh, man. Where's everybody going? <laughs> Five people just left. Oh, you went to go find John. Sorry. No, I was talking. That was a joke. So check it out. <laughs> we all want a bunch of things for Christmas, right? How many of you guys, I'm going to turn this. How many of you guys actually like giving a gift? Whoa. Super mom right here. Yeah? A bunch of hands? Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. Good job, guys. Right? Right? Giving. Game changer right here. Giving. Game changer. What is it about giving that just feels a little bit different than when you... Shh, shh, shh. Hey, guys. What is it about giving that just makes you feel like a little bit different? It's just... Right? It's a feeling inside. something you're giving away and... And you can actually, if you, if you don't have this, if you haven't experienced this yet, you can actually receive a lot of joy. You guys with me? Back there? You can actually receive a lot of joy by giving to people. Yeah? Giving is what is a huge attribute of God. God gives so much. He's all about 
giving, yeah? But check it out. God, God's okay, the fact that we have a Christmas list. He just doesn't want us to worship that Christmas list. He just doesn't want us to concentrate only on that worship list. In fact, the Bible says, tell me what your desires are. I want to know what the desires of your heart are. And guess what? God knows what they are anyways, but he wants us to talk to him. And by talking to him, that means we got to pray to him. That's what it is. It's just communication with God. So I made Christmas lists when I was young. I asked my mom, mom, can you like take a picture <laughs> and send me so I can show the youth group tonight? You guys remember the photo of me as a little kid last week that I showed? Nate, show that picture. No, that's my nephew. There, okay, there we go. This is me sitting on Santa's lap. This is how much I like Christmas. I love Christmas, y'all. I love Christmas. Check it out. But like I asked my mom, hey mom, send me some of the photos, send me some of the like photos of like my lists and she didn't understand how to take a picture. I was like, come on mom, you got it. All right. I taught her everything she knows about iPhones. Shout out to mom. These are all me. Yeah. So <laughs> check it out. Check it out. I need, um, hold on. I need, I need, wait, I didn't even say anything yet. I didn't even say anything yet. Um, I, need, I need somebody to come on up. Yeah, Josiah, come on up. And then, like, give me a dude over here. Give me a dude right here. And give me a, yeah, and one of the girls. So check it out. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. So take off, your, take off your beanie. Take off your beanie. Check it out. No, no, no. No, give that to Josiah. Got to get a good photo. Check it out. What, what we're going to do, we're going to do an activity so that you guys understand something. Christmas tends to be a lot about the, the gifts that we get, right? And sometimes we concentrate way too much on these gifts. Sometimes it's all about, we just, we're just like, Christmas is all about gifts. It's all about what's wrapped up, right? So check this out. I want you guys, take a roll, take a roll. I want you guys to wrap Josiah up. Here you go. And I, and I got tape. I got tape right here. And then we're going to put a bow on top of him. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before he goes down, I, I created a, a, a snorkel for him to breathe because I want him to make it. I don't want him to suffocate, okay? So this is, this is his snorkel so that he can breathe. This is his lifeline, okay? Are you guys ready for this? Here you go, bro. Hey, you need this. No, no, no. No, no, he doesn't. He's not helping you. No, no, his hands. He needs the snorkel. He needs to breathe. Okay, wrap him up. Wrap him up. Get his legs. Get his le Yeah, get, get everything. Like, wrap this homie up. Yeah. Just go hard. Here's tape. Here's tape. Okay, tapers. We need some tapers. Come on in, dude. Get tape. Get taping. I want this homie just taped. No, not like long ways. No, no, no. <laughs> I just want him covered like he's the best gift ever. Can you breathe? He's doing good. Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you, rappers. Round of applause for the rappers. Round of applause. Okay, take your seats. Thank you, guys. Take your seats. Okay, I'm going to put the bow on him. He's got the snorkel. Okay, somebody take a photo of him. Whitney, take a, take, a, take a picture. Stay there, Joes. Don't move. Cool. Dang, he is 
set. So let me take a picture. Okay, get out of there. We're not, we got, we, no, 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 no selfie. Get out of here. Just take one of them real quick. Okay? So check it out. No, no, we're good. Okay, so check it out. Here's the present all nice and wrapped up, right? Like, he's got the bow on top, right? Like, if you woke up on Christmas morning and you came downstairs and you're like, I got one. Shh, everybody listen, 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 listen. If you saw this, you would be pumped, right? You'd be like, I got my own personal something. It's a guy. I don't know. He's, he's my slave now. I don't even know. Like, he's a robot. Like, what is he? He's got some sweet shoes on right now, but like, right? Right? And then like, you start to peel it back. Like, right? You'd go for it, right? Shh. Everybody follow me here. Shh. Everybody follow me here. So if you came down, you're like, oh, Santa came. Yes, here's my gift. Look, look how pretty it is. It's got that. Like, right? And you start to you start to open it, right? And you start to like peel it back and you start looking and all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh, right? If you're a girl, you're going to be like, oh, Santa got me a boyfriend, <laughs> right? If you're a girl, right? If you're a guy, you're like, oh, Sam, Santa got me a homie. Yes, I hope he's an elf, right? You start to, right? You would want to go crazy on this guy. You'd want to go crazy and like rip him open, Yeah. Right? You would. No, no, no. Sit down. Sit down. You would. You'd want to go crazy, but check it out. He's easy to open. I could just rip him open, and boom, there he is, right? But check it out. I want you guys, I want you guys to see this correlation here. The way God sent his son, everybody follow me? The way God sent his son wasn't like this. Jesus didn't come to the earth all wrapped up nice and tight with a bow on top with a breathing snorkel, right? Jesus didn't come like that. He came absolutely different, right? It wasn't so glorious. Jesus, was, Jesus wasn't wrapped up nice, and there wasn't, any, there wasn't like a whole crowd. There wasn't, a, there wasn't an entire nation. The world wasn't awaiting him at all. In fact, we're going to learn in just a second about, how, about how, the, how the Bible says there was no room for him. Can you guys follow me back here? I feel like I'm losing you guys. Come on. Let's ditch some phones. Let's take some seats. Come on, guys. Follow me. I got like five more minutes to talk. Please. <clears throat> no. So here's the deal. Jesus wasn't wrapped up like this. But it would have been really easy, right? Like, you want to open this up, yeah? You guys want to open them up? Too bad I'm the youth pastor. I get to do it. What? Yeah, go for it. No, unwrap yourself. No, no, no. No, no, go back. Okay, whatever. Boom. There he is. Round of applause. Okay, everybody take your Bible out. Turn to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 2, verse 6. Check this out. You guys with me? We're going to read Luke chapter 2, verse 6. Jesus wasn't all wrapped up like a present. He didn't have a bow on top. Remember how I told you there was no room for him? Check it out. 
Mary was, was Jesus' mother, right? So check this out. Mary goes to Bethlehem, and when she went into labor, Mary gave birth to her first son. This is Jesus. She wrapped him uh, in a blanket and laid him in a feeding trough because there was no room for him. So imagine nowadays, you guys, like, like babies are born in an absolute sterile environment that's just like perfect. There's all kinds of doctors who have studied 20 years to learn how to do this and all that stuff. She had no help. She had literally nobody. And literally, so she goes up to a, a hotel, basically. It was called the Inn, where people could stay in Bethlehem. She goes up. Hey, guys, come on, please. She goes up to an inn, and she's like, look, I'm like, right, she's in labor. Joseph, her husband's with, with her, and, and, and she's like, I'm in, I'm in labor. I need a place. And they go, no, nah, we ain't got no room for you. You're going to have to go out to, like, the barn or to wherever. Just go. Get out. So literally, Jesus was born probably in something that looked like this. This is like a cave, something right next to an inn back then, right? It's a long, long time ago, right? They didn't have the nice four-star, like, holiday inn. There was no continental breakfast there for the brand new baby, right? Totally dirty environment and all that stuff, right? Jesus wasn't born all nice and wrapped up with a present on top. To his own world, you guys, wrap your minds around this, to his own world that he created, to his own people, when he showed up, what did we do? We said, there is no room for you here. Since the beginning of Jesus' life on earth, he was rejected. He was told, there is no room for you here. You got to go somewhere else. Before Jesus was born, all of us men, people, men, women, everybody, humans, we were living in darkness. And the reason why God sent Jesus was that Jesus was the light of the world. He came in and opened up. He made a way for us to be redeemed. So what does that mean? What does that mean? Check this out. You got, you're guilty of something, right? You commit a crime. You got to go to court, yeah? So you go into court, and you're totally guilty. Follow me here, okay? You're totally guilty, and you're sitting down, and the judge is like, all right, played your case, and you look, and you ain't got no judge. Or sorry, you ain't got no lawyer, you got no lawyer to defend you. It's just you. And you got to, you got to, and everybody's against you. And you're just like, how am I going to defend myself? That's like how it was before Jesus came. And then once Jesus showed up, Jesus showed up on the scenes. He lived his life. He went to the cross for us, right? Then it's like the best lawyer in the entire world walks in the courtroom and sits down next to you and goes, yeah, I already paid everything that he did, everything he's guilty for. I already paid for it, and I'm going to defend him forever. Even when he does it again, I'm going to pay for it. Could you imagine that? Game changer. That is what Jesus did for us. That is what he does for us every single day. He sits there in a courtroom for us, and he defends us. He gave his life for you but he's going to continually defend everything for you because he loves you. He does it out of love. Yeah? Jesus came shining his light on the darkness so that he could set everybody free. He came as a light. Sometimes this light meant, this light meant different things. Jesus was a light. He was many things for whatever people needed. Whatever people needed. 
Sometimes the light that Jesus was for people was he set them free of addiction. He set them free of, of disease that was on them. He set them free of, of having demons on them and stuff like that. He set them free of being able to, they couldn't walk, they're paralyzed, or they're sick, or they have cancer, or whatever it is. He set them free. He, he healed them. Sometimes it was like a physical healing. He gives joy, peace. Sometimes he gave food to people. How many of you guys just sometimes you just need food and you're hungry? Jesus can provide that for you. He did that. In fact, he did it for thousands of people. In the Bible, there's a story about how tons of people are just wandering, trying to find him, trying to talk to him, just trying to be near Jesus in his ministry. They just want to be near him because they heard miracles were happens and they, they believe in him, right? And so there's thousands, like literally 5,000 people are just sitting there hungry. They got no shelter. They got nothing. And these 12 disciples roll up to Jesus. His 12 homeboys roll up to him and they're like, yo, um, so send these people away. We can't feed them. We ain't got enough food. How are we supposed to feed 5,000 people? How are we supposed to do that? And Jesus said, all right, gather up what you have, and I'll take care of the rest. What do we have? A couple loaves of bread, a couple fishes, that's it. And Jesus held it up, to the, held it up to, the, to the sky, to the heavens, and blessed it. He prayed for it, and nonstop food came out of that. He performed a miracle. A miracle to us, absolutely normal for him, because he was meeting the needs of what people needed. That was his light at that moment. That's what he was doing. He fed 5,000 people, not even, not even no sweat. If he can feed 5,000 people, do you think that he can feed just you? Yeah? Come on, somebody say amen to that. Absolutely. You don't have to turn there because it's a different version of the Bible, but check this out. John chapter 1, verse 14 says, Jesus moved into the neighborhood. He became flesh. God became flesh. He moved into the neighborhood. Jesus has moved into your neighborhood. Turn to your neighbor and say, Jesus moved into the neighborhood. Turn to the other neighbor and say, he in the hood. Jesus is in your hood. No, okay, you don't have to repeat that. That's good, though. <laughs> this is real. Jesus is in every single one of your hoods. And he knows you. And he loves you. He wants to be your neighbor. He wants to be your friend. He wants to do life with you. He wants to help you. He wants to be the light for you. A little bit later in John chapter 8, verse 12, I love this. This is the message version. It says, Jesus was talking to some people, and he said, hey, check it out. I am the world's light. No one who follows me stumbles around in darkness. I provide plenty of light to live in. These are Jesus' words. He's telling people. They're accusing him. They're saying, you're worthless. You're ridiculous. And Jesus comes back and goes, hey, check it out. I am. I am the world's light. And he still is. Amen, somebody. He still is the world's light. What, is, he the world, is he the light of the world for you right now? That's what I asked last week. I want to ask that again. Are you acting every single day like he's the light of your world? Are you bringing him into your day? Are you waking up and thanking him for the day? Are you waking up and thanking him for the gifts that you get under the Christmas tree? You know, a lot of kids, a lot of people don't have the opportunity to have gifts under the Christmas tree. A lot of people don't wake up and see Josiah Harvey wrapped up all nice and pretty with a bow on top. That's pretty rare. That's pretty rare. 
So I just want to end with this, and then I'm going to give you guys a treat. Cool? Heck yeah. Kayla, you can come on up. Um, the greatest gift, you guys, check it out. The greatest gift, here it is. The greatest gift you can ever receive isn't wrapped up in a box. It isn't wrapped up in a box. It's not under a tree. You're never going to find the greatest gift ever underneath a tree or on your birthday. You're not going to be able to wish for it at your birthday or anything like that. The absolute greatest gift that the world has ever received, you and me and everybody has ever received, is the light that came into the world and shined in. That is, that, that is called Jesus Christ. He is the absolute. He's the absolute light. He's the light for so many people. He wants to be the light for you. In fact, even if you don't choose him, he chooses you. He calls you by name. He loves you. He's got his arms wide open for you at all times. He wants you to respond to him. He wants you to talk to him. He wants you to bring him into your day. Because guess what? He made your day. Because he made the sun. He made every, every single part of it. I don't know about you guys, but just sometimes I'm just like in awe. I just go outside and I'm like, wow, you created all of this for me? This is insane. It's amazing. The absolute best gift you can ever receive is God's light, letting God's light into your world, letting Jesus into your world and let him be the sole provider for you. Your life will absolutely change if you bring, if you let God come into your life. So check that out. Um, I'm going to pass out some candy canes to you guys because it's, it's Christmas time. I love candy canes. I hope you guys like candy canes too. Check it out. So I'm going to leave you with this before we break out into groups. Well, then we're going to do one song. Um, candy canes. You guys all know candy canes, yeah? Coolest thing, when I was a kid, when I was in kids' church, in the church in Cayucas, my um, Sunday school teacher, she passed out candy canes, and she said, all right, everybody, when you look at a candy cane, I want you to remember this. You, you can do multiple things with this. It's shaped like a J, shaped like Jesus, easy. Now check it out, though. It, it is kind of shaped like a shepherd's staff, yeah? This is what it's actually, it's kind of shaped like that. Yeah? Cool? Check this out. It's red and white, yeah? Check it out. When you, when you think of a candy cane, when you see a candy cane from now on for the rest of your life, I hope that you'll remember this because I remember this. It's shaped like a shepherd's staff because God will always be there to guide you. He'll never leave you. That's the shepherd, shepherds are never going to leave their sheep. God will never leave you. He's always guiding you. If you let them, yeah? Check it out. It's red and white. The red it equals the blood that he shed on the cross for you. And that blood washes us clean as snow. This is, these are all Bible verses. So the red represents his blood that was shed for you on the cross. And the white represents that blood cleansing you, washing away your sins, anything that separated you from God. And this is how God sees us when you repent of your sins, white as snow. He doesn't look at your old. He doesn't look at what you're going to do. He knows it all, but he doesn't care. He just loves you. It doesn't make sense. It's called grace. We don't deserve it, but we get it. I just want you guys to remember that. I'm going to pass them out um, and let you guys have them. But Kayla's going to lead us in a really, really short song, and then we'll break out into groups. The name of the song is Nothing But the Blood. It's a really, really cool hymn, hymn song, hymn, hymnal. It's a really cool hymn song. 
I just want you guys to concentrate. Concentrate on this song, okay? You think you can concentrate if I give you candy canes? Oof. Okay. Take one. Go for it, Kayla. Everybody stand up. First verse again. Kayla, you can keep playing for a second. You guys can sit down. I'm going to lead us in a, in a prayer real quick. Why don't you guys just close your eyes, bow your heads. I hope some of those words got to some of you guys because it is it's absolutely true. I love this song because it is nothing but the blood of Jesus that washes us clean as snow. It's the only thing that can wash you clean as snow. There's no other thing on planet Earth that's ever been around or invented or anything. Only this blood of Jesus can absolutely wash us clean as snow. We don't deserve to be washed clean as snow, but it does. It does wash us clean as snow because of his unstoppable love for us, his unconditional love, love without conditions. So I just want to, I just want to, encourage you tonight if you've never given your life to God now it is an amazing time to give your life to God if you want to recommit your life to him now is an amazing opportunity just to come home to him just to receive that washing of his love receive that washing of his blood over you So if that's you, I'm going to count to three. If you want to make that commitment with every eye closed, every head bowed, if you want to make that commitment tonight, it's just between you and God. Nobody else is going to know. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand on three. 
that commitment to give your life to him, to live for him. Let his light into your life. Every eye closed, every head bowed. One, two, three. If that's you, just shoot up your hand real quick. Shoot up your hand real quick. See that hand? That's good. Yeah. See that hand? See that hand? Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you. Okay, you can put your hands down. so good. Father, you're amazing. We stand in awe of you, Lord. You guide us. You watch after us. You look after us. You love us so much, Lord. You just get so real with us. You meet us on a real level. In fact, you moved down into our neighborhood, Father. And God, I'm just reminded that you move into our neighborhood every single day, God, no matter what. You continually come after us. You're just nonstop for us. And I thank you so much, God. Thank you so much for shedding your blood on the cross, your, um, your blood on the cross, God. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for washing us clean as snow, Father. We love you so much in Jesus' name. Everyone said it. Amen. Amen. 